Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback? Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within, combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954 MSRP 49,905 excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. Big day on the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that fan mobile app. Driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next car. Let them wow you. 10 o'clock hour on the fan. Brought to you by the Haug Baron Law Group. DT ready to go. See Road Dog back there showing off that Georgia gear. Man, it's nice to have contacts. And there is no time to waste on this one-hour show. We got a lot to get to. Bucks. Big. Take. Rick Neuheisel, the talk of the Bulldog Nation today after reports of his speech to the Knoxville Quarterback Club went public. CBS College football analyst told the group he would, and I quote, take the volunteers in a rematch with Georgia. And he got a standing ovation when he said that. Now, I texted Rick yesterday and told him thanks for the show content. And New Heisel responded, you're welcome. Now, he didn't play Rocky Top in the background. New Heisel believes the crowd factor would be different in a rematch. More on that in just a moment. Rick also believes that Coach Josh Heupel got to see, and I quote, some things, unquote. Watching the game video and would come into a rematch with a better game plan. Now back to the crowd noise. Rick believes the Sanford Stadium crowd impacted the game. As you know, the Vols offensive line had multiple false start penalties and Hooker could not make checks at the line of scrimmage to get to running plays. New Heisel believes the Vols and a potential rematch in the playoffs would not have to deal with the crowd issue. Hmm. But if things stay the same, Georgia stays number one. They beat Kentucky. They take down Georgia Tech. They beat LSU in the SEC championship game and head to the playoffs number one. They would play the four seed. Now, wouldn't that be Tennessee? The rematch would take place right here in Atlanta in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl 
which the Bulldog Nation would take over. So the crowd noise factor would remain the same. Come on, Rick. Quit giving the Tennessee fans false hope. But I know that Knoxville quarterback club, that check they gave you for the speech, I bet that thing included a bonus afterwards. But do you not think that the Tennessee fans also being so close to MBS would pay whatever they had to to get into this game? I mean, it being their first time in the playoffs, maybe Georgia fans are thinking, well, I've got to save my money for a trip to L.A., allowing more Tennessee fans (laughs) in this building. That's no concern of yours. You no. think Georgia just takes it over? Okay, I, I'll yeah. give it. I'll give it to you. I would love to see that. And I, I saw a early uh, betting line that came out yesterday and had to, uh, at a neutral site. Georgia was favored in a rematch by nine points, so that's more than a touchdown. So I believe what you're saying, but man, I do think that Tennessee fans would do whatever they could to get into this building. Yeah, um, you know, I'm sure there'll be more fans than showed up at Sanford Stadium. Oh, definitely. Where they're limited, they would have to be. Bulldog Nation still taking over. Okay. That's the prediction here. And Buck's Big Take is brought to you by the Haug Baron Law Group. We appreciate those folks. You're champions of personal injury law. If you want to win your personal injury case, go to championshiplaw.com. Yeah, New Heisel, man. I, as soon as I saw that, I texted Rick. Rick said, uh, you're welcome. That's what he said. For all that great content we're giving you. And I was talking with Mike Griffith with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. He's all over the college football scene here. And Mike was saying that's been the most viewed article, I guess, in the sports section for the entire week, is what Neuheisel was saying. Couldn't touch it. None of the other uh, articles in there. Tailgates just keep on coming. Join 680 The Fan for the next Harris Cherokee Casino and Resorts Tailgate Central. The Dirty Bird Tailgate this Sunday from 10 to 1 before the Falcons-Bears game at MBS. 680 The Fan takes over the corner of Marietta and Centennial before each of the Falcons' home games for the free Dirty Bird Tailgate. Now, you got to be 21 or older. Tickets are free, and you got to grab them while they last. Go to 680thefan.com slash tailgate central and grab yours today. want to thank Corona, Modelo Especial, Larceny Bourbon, Harris Cherokee Casino, WNB Factory, Georgia Power, Hard Rock Spiked Seltzers, Beto's Tacos, and Lidl Food Market. Let's go to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line and bring on Mike Griffith with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Mike, we appreciate your time. So this new Heisel piece, the most viewed article at the AJC as far as sports goes this week. It certainly was on our uh, AJC dog nation. So I Georgia fans kind of indignant at the notion that uh, Tennessee might win a rematch or how could that even happen? And uh, there's a reality to it. You know, there's a chance that... Georgia and Tennessee could meet in Mercedes-Benz Stadium on December 31st. If, you know, if uh, Tennessee were to find its way, get a little bit of help, Buck. They need either TCU or USC to lose and, and then and then have the seedings work out. But there's an outside chance for a rematch at a neutral site. 
And uh, CBS commentator Rick Neuheisel, I think you remember him, a pretty good quarterback back in the day who also, uh, you know, coached at Colorado and UCLA and Washington. Uh, he does a pretty good commentary, and, and he floated the notion that if there was a rematch, he would pick Tennessee uh, because the Sanford Stadium crowd wouldn't be there to create the sort of distractions that, that uh, really distressed Hendon Hooker in the Tennessee offense. And MBS, though, uh, we we just got through talking about this a moment ago. Tennessee fans, if they are the four seed and face Georgia the one seed, it'd be in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl right here in Atlanta. Uh, How do you think that crowd would look? Rich, very wealthy. Because those tickets, tickets, I can't even imagine. It would set a record. I'm telling you, you know, Buck, I've covered Georgia now five years. And uh, really enjoy the beat. And before that, I did Tennessee uh, for 14. So I know a lot about that place, too. And and that is a very desperate and hungry fan base right now. And if there's Tennessee people listening, they already want to know where to get tickets. They'll buy them right now without even knowing for sure. Trust me, that fan base is so hungry and desperate to win a championship. They are going to do whatever it takes. And the bidding on these tickets is going to go through the roof. If that game happens, I'm just, I'm not projecting that, you know, it's, it's, it's early. There's a ton of scenarios to play out, but uh, I think at the end of the day, I think it'd be a pretty, pretty even uh, squad there because the Tennessee fans are a little bit more desperate than the Georgia fans. Yeah, I do believe though, for my seat that the Bulldog fans would be doing a little more cheering than the volunteer fans. That day, I could be wrong. Hey, tell us about the Knoxville Quarterback Club. Yeah, well, that's where Rick Neuheisel made his statement. They do a really nice job of, you know, bringing in different celebrity speakers. And and that's where Neuheisel said that if these teams played again, um, and he cited, you know, the the six false start penalties that Tennessee had. And he he could have cited the six quarterback sacks. And his point was that because of that crowd on Vince Dooley Field that day, and and you just kind of knew. It was kind of like a NASCAR race, Buck. You just knew that the first game on Vince Dooley Field, you know, after the passing of the legend, that there could be some some spiritual and, and things that worked there. And, you know, Vince pouring the bucket to rain down on the Vols in the second half. He can make damn sure it wasn't a comeback on his watch. But you just kind of knew the Georgia fans. It was a very emotional week with Coach Dooley's passing. And you just had that feeling over here in Athens, I did at least, that something special was going to happen for the Bulldogs in a historic game. You'd never had a number one college football playoff team play a number one team in the AP and top 25. And both teams had a lot to prove. And, and it was Georgia and that home field advantage, that crowd roared. It was deafening. I couldn't hear the, the guy sitting next to me. I'd been in part of loud crowds before, but that one even top 2019 Notre Dame when the Irish had six ball starts on that night and burned two timeouts, by the way. So what Neuheisel was asserting was that because of that crowd noise, Hendon Hooker, he could see that he could be sacked or that a pass wouldn't be there, but it was so loud he couldn't change the play. And he's saying, you know what, if you give Tennessee a chance to change some of those plays, that maybe the outcome would be different. And that's what he said at the Knoxville Quarterback Club. And a lot of Georgia fans are pushing back on it. So I know Kirby's taking it one game at a time, and he should be. But let's look ahead to that SEC championship game as LSU and Georgia will face off. Mike, what are you thinking about that matchup? 
I think Georgia finally gets the revenge. You know, the 2019 LSU team, I believe, is, is probably the best I've seen. Boy, I'll tell you, maybe one of those Nebraska, you know, road grinder teams of the mid-90s, but I, I don't see many teams that would have beat that team when you look at that receiver core buck. I mean, you know, I don't need to tell you, you got that quarterback eye. You know what they were throwing to. I remember this. I remember Kirby told me about that 2019 LSU. He'd never seen an offense like that. And Kirby's not a guy to have stars in his eyes and wonderment and make those statements. And he saw some great football there when he was at Alabama as a defensive coordinator. He played a lot of championship football. And he had never seen a team like, and now we look in the NFL and on your fantasy football roster, you pretty much got LSU 2019. So that, that, you know, and they put it on Georgia, right? Swift was injured. You know, they play this Georgia tech game every year and, you know, guys end up getting hurt. Pickens ends up getting suspended. You know, it's really kind of a curious time to play a rival. I'd sort of want to play that at the beginning of the year. If I was George, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't even want to play home and home with the team because I just don't see the benefit of it. But, but the point of it is it was a beat up Georgia team and then a historic LSU team and LSU won 37, 10. And, and I think this time around Georgia is holding all the cards. I like Jaden Daniels. He's elusive. He's a great running quarterback, but he doesn't have the arm to stretch out the Georgia defense. And if you can't keep honest on the back end, He's going to bring those safeties up, and he's going to pop you, man. And they're going to swarm LSU. And as long as Georgia doesn't turn the ball over, that could be a 37-10 to 10 Georgia win. Yeah, LSU 5-1 and one and 6 SEC title game appearances. Mike, uh, what are you hearing about the Auburn head coaching search going on right now? Isn't that something? You know, they've they got all this money to throw, and they just don't know where to throw it. I mean, and, and if you look at some of the candidates, I mean, you know, all of them, you, you go kind of deep into the background check there. You know, Hugh Freeze or Lane Kiffin, I mean, <laughs> looking at each other, eh, you know, I don't know. He, he can coach, though. <laughs> you know, he can coach. Well, hold on. They got that brand-new $92 million football facility. That's not going to lure one of these guys in? Oh, no, I'm not saying that they wouldn't want the job. I'm just saying that if you sign up to be the head, head coach at Auburn, you're going to have a whole different level of scrutiny right down to your vaccination record as Brian Harson. And they need protection is. from this new athletic director from the boosters, right? I don't, I, you know what, it, it is, you know, Buck, you're, you're, you relish it as a Georgie guy, but the, the, I just, the Auburn, and I covered that program in the 90s, and, and I, I've stayed in touch. I still know a lot of people there. It is a... You know, it, Auburn is it, it's kind of like uh, you know the the uh, the broken home on this. You know, it's, it's it's been a it's been one bad marriage after another, and you feel sorry for the kids. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that, Mike. Keep up the great work. We appreciate you jumping on today. All right, have a good one, Buck. Mike Griffith, AJC, joining us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line. We got some Falcons talk coming up next, plus a special guest. So stick around uh, on this Thursday, the Buck Baloo Show, here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback? Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. 
Wolfpack. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within. Combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online. Or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year, with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954, MSRP 49,905, excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. the fans 680 and 93.7 we appreciate you hanging out with us monday through friday 10 to 11 another busy day here on the show and uh, we're gonna have another guest here coming up in just a second talk a little falcons football coming up in just a moment i want to give you a little uh, heads up to the uh, my podcast bucks beat we will drop episode 75 coming up later today. And we'll uh, sort of gloss over the Kentucky-Georgia game, Georgia-Georgia Tech game, and go right into the SEC championship game matchup with LSU. And you can check out all of our, our wide array of incredible football podcasts up right now. Go to thepodcastpark.com. It's brought to you by the Associated Credit Union. And we've got you covered there. Episode 75. Wow. Time flies, and we'll have that up for you hopefully later this afternoon. Let's go back to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Bring on Todd Ellis, friend of the show, voice of the South Carolina Gamecocks, former quarterback there at Carolina, and doing great things as an attorney in the area. Todd, we appreciate your time today, man. Well, it's always good to be with you. I was sitting here thinking it's late in the season. The Bulldogs must be getting bored with winning you're having me on the show but glad to be with you as always well we you know you were so busy we didn't get a chance to get you the week of the That's south right. carolina georgia game that is true so we got to find a way to man, get you back I on Coach beamer got with you which was a good thing yeah he has been so gracious by the way what's it been like yeah, working with good. him you know he's everything that you believe and you and i've been in this business long enough to know the good guys the genuine guys uh the ones with the real good intent with regard to what they're doing. They're all under the same pressure to win, but he has the ability right now in his career to be uh, very genuine. I think he's really good in those living rooms. Uh, the players trust him. I think the parents trust him. And he, he's kind of like Bobby Bowden was. He, he's good in the recruiting trails and in those tough homes sometimes, and he's also great with the donors and the corporate folks that he's got to deal with. And the thing about Shane is, Buck, he's he's tougher on coaches than you might imagine with his personality. He's being a really 
good guy. I think he pushes them hard. And, uh, you know, I also think he's meticulous, which is a, not a trait that a lot of these guys have. You and I have seen people really good X's and O's and the details of how I put a scheduling of a week's practice together and approach a game and then not real good with the personal side of it. And he's, he's both of them. And I think that's, I mean, you got to have it at South Carolina. We all know it's, it can be a tough job, uh, but it, it can be done, but you, you need to have some, both those traits, I believe. Todd, any chance the Gamecocks take down the Volunteers Saturday? Oh, sure. I mean, we've been there before. A lot of things got to happen. <clears throat> it's hard to take down a team that just scored 66 points recently <laughs> on a team that was number 13 in the country in total defense, for God's sake, in, in Missouri. And I think they've got some secret sauce going on that we're all in the league are going to have to look at. I think Georgia gave a good uh, roadmap to maybe how to defend them, but you know you still got to have to a- athletes. What I saw in that game, the Tennessee Georgia game, was what is is key to it. They can catch some balls in front of you, you but you got to tackle like a madman, and you got to be able to knock the heck out of somebody. And Georgia does that as good as anybody. Although I was, must admit, I was impressed with Florida this past weekend. Their safeties and linebackers run to the ball real well and clean up the the pile pretty quickly but Georgia's like nobody else on defense that every time you think you've got a crack in it and you're about to break a play they they close that gap with their team speed so I think that's what you got to get do against Tennessee you got to tackle well on the perimeter and you just got to bounce uh and then hooker around a little bit I mean you don't get to him often he gets the ball away he stays in the pocket with such great poise, but if you just push him around a little bit, maybe get him off target some, so that, you know, the two out of three deep balls don't hit, maybe just one out of three hit. But the other thing is Williams-Brice Stadium. I mean, Buck, you've been there before. If things get going early for the Gamecocks, uh, like we did against Texas A&M, uh, if it happens in the first quarter, you get a break, you get a big play in special teams. It's it's hard to compete against that place at times. So we'd have to have a lot happen. But that would those would be two big factors, I think, in the process. Hey, one of the big breakout players in college football has been volunteer receiver Jalen Hyatt, who's a South Carolina kid. And I understand reading some of it this week where Carolina didn't offer him. And that's how he ended up at Tennessee. He's been amazing. What's some of the backstory on that? You know, I only know so much. What I do know is this. Tom Knotts, who's the head football coach at Dutch Fork High School, which is where my kids went and is right out here in my area. I actually was on the part of the committee at the school to hire him back in the day, and now he's only won five state championships and won 200-plus games in a row um, here at, at Dutch Fork. He had Jalen. My kids were saying, you know, this guy is a real player, um, total track star, incredibly fast. And the word that I got out was is they did not they were not sure he was is committed to the game at the time. That's all I know. I don't know why they didn't offer him. South Carolina didn't offer him. Clemson didn't offer him uh, at the time. I never. I, I'm sure I've spoken to Will about that before. You may have asked a question better than I I did at the time. And here's the strange thing about it, Buck. I looked at, when I was doing my charts this week for this week's game with Tennessee. I looked back. Obviously, I used last year's to to not duplicate some of the same guys. And at this time last year, Jalen had seven catches for 43 yards. (laughs) 
So, you know, he, he some light went on uh, in his work ethic, uh, whatever it may be. I don't know. Physical skills, gaining some weight, uh, listening to coaching better, whatever it was. But to have 15 gum touchdowns in, in a season is unbelievable. I saw in their notes that 43 FBS teams don't have as many touchdowns on their entire <laughs> wide receiving core as he does. And so uh, I don't know how he got out of Dutch Fork, but I, I'm not looking forward to his skinny tail running running by our guys this weekend. Yeah, he's been amazing. How would you describe what you've seen out of a Gamecock quarterback, Spencer Rattler, this season? You know, Buck, he is a guy that's got all every skill set. He, he is so smooth. He's never off balance. He can roll and set up and throw. He can roll and throw on the run. Big arm. I think he's poised. He's got some Todd Ellis disease, and then he's never seen a window he didn't think he could throw it through. <laughs> uh, and you got to back off that occasionally. And he's done that. It's actually gotten better not put about not putting the ball in jeopardy. He's had some bad luck. We have. I, I would not trade him at all. You know, it's inevitably, you know this that every quarterback gets too much blame, too much credit. And there's been some talk about you know, but whether he should have been replaced in, in some of the games or whatever. No, no way. I mean, he, he is the we are we've taken some tough times not because of Spencer Rattler's play. I'm not saying it's been brilliant or spectacular, but it's not been his fault. Todd, I believe the Gamecocks have a legitimate shot to take down the biggest rival coming up here soon, those Clemson Tigers. They have not been impressive at all, and I know they sit there in the top ten at number nine right now, and this would be huge for Beamer, wouldn't it? Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, I'm not as optimistic necessarily as you are. I always think there's a chance to win. It is it is up in Memorial Stadium in Clemson. That's one thing that would be tough against the Gamecocks. It is a noon game, which is a good thing. I think their defense is really good, Buck, but I don't – you were right. They're not nearly as explosive on offense as they have been. Uh, I think some people have played them well and figured out a way to potentially play them. And then DJ can have some up and down games where he's either accurate with the football or he's not. That's always helpful if your quarterback's a little streaky, and that gives the Gamecocks a fighting chance. But you know they beat us thirty to nothing last year at Williams Bryce Stadium. I think they rely heavily on that defense again. They don't take too many chances on offense, but we sure like you know a fighting chance against them and to try to turn the tide on what's been in their favor recently in the series. But. Yeah, it's all I can do to stomach Tennessee right now. I appreciate you mentioning Clemson. <laughs> well, also, look, uh, the, these bowl projections. I see South Carolina projected to end up in the Las Vegas Bowl. That wouldn't be a, a bad trip right there. How about that gig? That'd be a little, no offense to the people over there, but uh, that'd be a little better than Birmingham, yeah. uh, I think. <laughs> I, I'll, I I'd be big in Vegas. Uh, I think I'd go out five days early to, quote, prepare for the game uh, and uh, get ready for that. But, no, it's exciting. Who knows? We're just glad to be bowling. And, you know, Shane's taking steps, Buck, I think, in the right direction, which is to, you know, not the goal is not to win six or seven a year. Obviously, it's go beyond that. But you've you got to take those first. And he could be the first coach, even the head ball coach and Lou Holtz, none of these guys have ever gone to bowl games in back-to-back seasons and won both of them in their first two years. And so Shane's got a, a chance to do that. I think it'd be a good setting, no matter where we are in the next two weeks. Voice of the Gamecocks, Todd Ellis, joins us on the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker Line. Todd, we appreciate you, man. Thanks for making time for me. 
Buck, of course, as always, take care. Have a good rest of the season. Todd Ellis, one heck of a quarterback back in the day there at South Carolina. And a uh, really good friend through the years. We appreciate him very much. Let's talk a little Falcons, man. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one. It's time for Buck Baloo's Top 5. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, DT, play along with me here. So I've got a Falcons top five. Five reasons why the Falcons need to win on Sunday against the Bears. All right, number one, it's a must-win situation. You want to make the playoffs? You win on Sunday. Because if you lose to the Bears, now you got the Commanders coming up next. Need to win three in a row. Spoke about it yesterday. It's a must-win situation. Number one on the list. Number two. It's a home game. We got the Bears coming to Atlanta. And do I need to remark how Atlanta now suddenly has a home field advantage? You got the fan base excited. They're showing up at MBS. They're making some noise, cheering on this team. We've got a home field edge suddenly, and that certainly can help. Number three, the Bears have a lousy, depleted defense. They've gotten rid of their two best players on the defensive side of the ball. I really like that linebacker they got rid of, Roquan Smith. Heck of a football player. They have not been able, obviously, to re- replace the two they cut loose. So their defense is depleted. Particularly that run defense, Buck. They can't stop anybody on the ground, and that potentially bodes well for Marcus Mariota and the Falcons. Yeah, because what do we want to do? They want to pound the ball. They want to yeah. run it, run it, and then run it some more. <laughs> yeah, let's get Kyle Pitts up there in line at tight end blocking, baby. Well, going to play action pass. It's supposed to work off of that. All right, number four. Falcons with extra preparation time which comes in handy when you're putting together a game plan in a must-win situation. Falcons played on Thursday night last week. Now we lost up in Charlotte to the Panthers. Gave us a couple extra days to get ready for this matchup against the Bears. Extra prep time, a little bit of an advantage. And then finally, number five on my list on why the Falcons need to win on Sunday... We're on a two-game skid. I mean, aren't the guys motivated? Motivated by losing. Both the Chargers, a game we should have won. Uh, The Panthers game, we couldn't stop the run in that one. That was an issue. But a two-game skid, these guys should be motivated to come out and play at a higher level. So there it is. There's my top five on the Falcons. It's a must-win situation. It's a home game. We're facing a lousy, depleted defense with extra preparation. And we're motivated. We've lost two games in a row. Top five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. Speaking of the Falcons, if you're a school teacher and could use an extra $500, attorney Ken Nugent and Grady Jarrett 
want to help you out this football season. For each of their games, Ken is donating $500 to teachers throughout the state of Georgia. Good job, Ken. To register to win, go to attorneykennugent.com. One call, that's all. And don't forget to tune in and catch Grady with the Locker Room Show every Tuesday here on The Fan at 8.30. Uh, there's some fireworks that fly in there occasionally as they recap the previous week's action. Time for the roundtable. The Fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time Woo! for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, far side line, 15-10-5, get in there, Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. Howe Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, Stat Hero, T-Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Time for the roundtable. And we've got Road Dog Gillespie in the house today, and he is showing off that good-looking Georgia gear. He's got the Georgia shoes, Georgia sweats. That's about 85% of the Road Dog's wardrobe, I uh, feel like, right? He's got the Georgia three-quarter zip, the Georgia hat. He's even got the shoes. I'm wondering, though, Road Dog, do you have the Georgia parka? Because you're going to need it Saturday in Lexington, brother. We got freezing temperatures waiting on the dogs up in Lexington this Saturday. A low of 18 degrees, a high... In the mid-30s for this game Saturday. I am not looking forward to that. We are probably going to keep the windows closed in the booth that I am in uh, this Saturday to keep the warmth in. Now, did they issue... Yeah, they didn't do that last weekend in Starkville. That open air... We didn't have a choice there. It was either open or a, or a garage door in front of you. <laughs> so we had to go with open. And it was cold there. And it's supposed to be even colder in Kentucky. Yeah, gosh, I see the 18 degrees... Somewhere between 18 and 35 oh. during the game. It, 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 like, and then it's it, going to no. get dark early, so it's going to get really cold at that point in time. Well, we are in Kentucky, so maybe we can slip some bourbon into the booth to help us keep warm. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see what we can do. <laughs> I wonder who would supply that. It wouldn't be the Z-Man, would it? I'm not going to name any names. All right. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Okay. How about the Georgia Bulldogs, man? I mean, when you're the number one team in the country and the defending champ, when these award finalists lists come out, you're littered all over the place. And look at the offensive line, a finalist for the Joe Moore Award that goes to the nation's top offensive line. How about Christopher Smith? I believe one of the top defensive backs in college football, and that's a reason. That's a reason why he's a finalist for the Nagurski Award, which goes to the nation's top defensive player. Great job, Chris Smith. Jalen Carter, a semifinalist for the Outland Trophy, which goes to the top lineman in the country. Stetson Bennett on the Davey O'Brien Award list for the top quarterback in college football. And then the offensive coordinator, Todd Monken, Listed as one of the Broyles Award finalists for the top assistant coach in college football. Awards, uh, Georgia's going to clean up with this award season that we're about to run into. Although I, I did a double take when I was noticing, reading up on the Todd Monken Broyles uh, Top Assistant Award, that Pete Golding for Alabama was listed 
on that list. And I thought, Pete Golding, what? This Alabama defense. Now, in some of the statistical categories, Alabama looks pretty decent. But then I, I scrolled over and started uh, looking at some of the Alabama websites, and I came up with some excuses uh, for Pete Golden. Uh, Golding. Number one, a lack of talent. Say what? Well, a lack on. of talent? This is Alabama. Where's that coming from, Buck? My goodness, a lack of talent. They, they've been number one in the recruiting classes, uh, you know, multiple times in a row. But they've got more talent than anybody. Arguably the single most talented defensive player in the country, too. Injuries at cornerback, I hear. One of the problems. And then how about this? Bad luck when it comes to forced oh, turnovers. Man. Yeah, if it wasn't for that bad luck, they'd be forcing a lot more turnovers over there. i tell you what, if Golding wins this thing over Monken, I may jump in the car and drive over and file a complaint in person. I'll drive you over, Buck. Monken has done an excellent job. Georgia, number four in scoring in the country. Number four. I told you that coming into the year. They would be a top five offense. All right, coming back on the other side, we've got a little more college football. Got a nugget for you as we wrap things up today. Another busy day on the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback? Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within. Combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online. Or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year, with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954, MSRP 49,905, excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Can't get enough of college football these days. And just noticed on Twitter a huge story breaking out there. Let's hit it in the nugget. Mmm, tasty. Time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Research staff telling me 34 days and counting until National Signing Day number one. Big in college football. 
Got Georgia Tech and Auburn looking for new head coaches. And Georgia Tech was first in line, firing Jeff Collins during the season. And Brent Key, I believe, is, is an opportunity loss for Brent Key. He needed everything to go right to be a candidate to replace Collins as a Georgia Tech head coach. Everything has not gone right. The quarter QB1 just quit on him. He's had some mixed results. And I don't believe Tech is really interviewing the same people that Auburn is interviewing. I think Tech is it's not really going after the, the big-name top candidates out there because this job at Tech is viewed as a more difficult situation than Auburn because of the lack of support with the fan base. So the chances are Tech is going to hire an up-and-comer like, say, Jamie Chadwell at Coastal Carolina. Just an example. Now look at Auburn and the uh, <laughs> the Twitter tweet that I just saw a few moments ago came from uh, comes from Blaine Crane. You ever heard of this co-host of your favorite sports show, Crane and Company? And he's saying Lane Kiffin will announce after the Egg Bowl that he will be the next coach at Auburn. Ooh. Now, I don't believe that. As I mentioned yesterday, his evil plan is to utilize this flirtation with Auburn to get a better deal at Ole Miss. And then when Saban leaves, he's in line to take over Nick Saban's job at Alabama. If he goes to Auburn, he's never getting the Alabama job. But maybe this being leaked and the leverage is exactly part of the plan that you were talking about yesterday. Absolutely. That creates the leverage out in public. Yeah, I don't believe this, this mm. tweet. Do you believe everything you see on Twitter? I, I try not to, uh, depending on where it's coming from. I think their best shots at, at two guys. One, Hugh Freeze at Liberty. You know, he beat Alabama in back-to-back -back years. That really gets the Auburn boosters' attention when they got a coach that can beat Alabama back-to-back. -back. And I believe the other coach for Auburn that would take that job would be Urban Meyer. Oh. How would you like this? Would you love to see Urban dealing with these Auburn boosters? That that actually would make my day to see Urban Meyer go to Auburn. That would be Yeah, it, the hilarity would ensue, I imagine. And there's your nugget today. I tell you what, Tech and Auburn better get busy with National Signing Day 1 just around the corner, a little over a month away. Got to go out and recruit. Or, uh, or your program's in, in big, big trouble. You know, if you just wait to the last minute, and then you got signing day a week later, I mean, you're going to get killed on the recruiting trail. Your recruiting class is going to be embarrassing. Might want to get to work, guys. Getting this figured out. Time for the final word. Buck Blue Show on the road tomorrow. Georgia fans, uh, T-Mobile and 680 The Fan are teaming up for your chance to win tickets to see the Bulldogs in Athens, courtesy of T-Mobile. Let me see. There's one game left at Sanford State. Oh, the rivalry game. Your chance to win. Stop by. Uh, we'll be doing the show live. 124 Alps Road in Athens between 10 and 11. Your chance to get registered to win tickets to see your dogs between the hedges. 
Then I'm going to stick around for an hour after the show from 11 to 12, and I'll be signing and selling copies of my new book, Inside the Hedges. We got Christmas just around the corner. Thinking it might make a great Christmas gift for your dad, your grandpa, your uncle, your brother. I'm just saying. Want to invite you to stop on by and see us tomorrow in Athens at T-Mobile on Alps Road. All right, that's going to do it for the show today. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Stick around for that. Hopefully, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Buck. Where's Nernie? Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback? Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within, combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954 MSRP 49,905. Excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com.